Hi guys, welcome to Talk Time with Justin Lil. I'm Jess. And I'm Lil. And today we're going to be talking about comparison. This is a very hard subject for me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah, so comparison is something that I'm sure that we all do all the time. But we're just going to talk about kind of like things we compare about and how to not do that and what the Bible says about comparison. So the reason I kind of thought of doing a comparison episode is because I was watching this um, this lady on the Instagram story things. She was saying that nowadays, like, there are so many different options and that leads us to just, like, overthink and just be so caught up with comparing what's the best thing. We see this in everything, even, like, with shopping. Like, I'll go on Amazon and it'll be, like, compare prices. And it's like, yes, I'm going to compare the prices. Like, I'm not going to pay more than what I should be paying. And we apply this to our lives, like, way more than we're, than we should be. Um, and then the other thing she said that really caught my attention was that the devil, he shows us what we're incapable of, but he also shows us what other people are capable of. And I think that's where comparison sets in, because when the devil's reminding us, like, you can't do this, we kind of, like, already know that. But when he shows us, look what they can do, that's, like, a much harder hit to take. Yeah, and, like, when you see other people out there doing something and you already count yourself out of the game, that, like, even stops you from even trying. So he he not only, like, shows you what people are capable of, he disqualifies you from not even getting a chance to even prove that you might be able to do it, too. So, like, basically comparing yourself to others doesn't get you where you want to be. It just, like, shows you where you're not. Yeah. Talking about comparison, I was like, okay, let me see what the definition of, like, to compare is. So, according to the dictionary, compare is to estimate, measure, or note the similarity or dissimilarity between. But I think it's kind of missing something because we don't just compare stuff and be like, okay, this is red, this is blue. Like... Yeah, you can do it like that, but when we compare stuff in our own lives, we already immediately, without even noticing it, we add, like, a negative and positive aspect to the two different options or however many different options there are. And by adding that, it doesn't really help anything. There's no winner in comparison. If you compare yourself to someone who you see as better than you, you become envious and jealous of that person. And when you compare yourself to someone who you see is worse than you, where you're the better one, you end up with pride and arrogance. So it's always a lose-lose situation. Like, nobody can win. And another thing that comparison does is that it just helps us to kind of be happy when other people aren't. Like, whenever, like, bad things are going wrong for other people, it sucks, but we kind of feel like a little like yay in our like deep deep down and it's so like embarrassing or like shameful to even say out loud but we do it's like we almost like think that God's blessings are in limited supply like if they win then I lose and that's not how it is like God's blessings are abundant in first Corinthians 2 9 it says no eye has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him so Just knowing that something good is happening for somebody else doesn't mean that something bad is now going to happen to you. God has specific things planned out for your life and has specific things planned out for 
may be that person that you don't necessarily like at the moment or whatever the case is. Proverbs 24.17 says, Don't rejoice when your enemies fall. Don't be happy when they stumble. And I think that's very hard because I know I've caught myself like somebody that I don't necessarily love, like something bad happens to them. It's kind of our nature to be like, great, <laughs> like yeah. they kind of deserve it or whatever. But we can't be happy when bad things happen to our enemies. Like that's yeah. just like comparison. That's where you get prideful and arrogant. Like, wow, you deserve that, you know? And like on the flip side, it doesn't even have to be somebody you're necessarily not fond of. It could be someone you are fond of, like like a sister or a best friend or someone that you you love, but you're going through life together and their life is going really well and things are working out for them and you don't feel like things are working out for you or you're not getting like what you want out of it. You start comparing your life to theirs. Like, but how come they get this? Like, we, we're at the same job. How come they got that promotion? Or how come they're doing better than me in school if like we're in the same class and we go and we pay the same amount of attention and study for the same amount of time and that's easy like you the love you once had for that person now turns into like a competition and with that comparison is also an illusion we're on social media or youtube and we see these perfect couples with their perfect family and we start comparing our families or our lives to them and maybe before you even like watched that video or saw that picture you were fine with your family. You were happy, like, where you were. Yeah, everyone has their struggles, but you were, like, working through that. But then you saw what they posted for other people to see, and you're like, wow, like, my life is nothing like that. They're so happy. They're so fulfilled. And you start slowly, like, your contentment goes away, and it starts, like, just draining you, and you start being unhappy with something that you were happy with in the beginning. Yeah, for me, like, I definitely do compare myself to, like, those famous people that you see on, like, Instagram and stuff. But in the back of my head, I'm almost like, no, 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 that's, like, so fake. So I tend to compare myself more to, like, people that are, like, like real, like, air quotes, real. So, like, I'll see a couple that, like, I know, and they'll be posting, like, all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, they're the perfect couple. Like, I'm not like that with my boyfriend, whatever. But then, like, you talk to them for, like, five minutes, and you can already see, like, that was so fake. Like, that's yeah. not how it is. Like, nobody is great all the time. Yeah. But, of course, in social media, we don't post the bad. Like, we only post the good stuff. So if you compare your worst moment with their best moment, of course you're going to get on, like, the lower end of that. Yeah, for sure. And then comparing yourself also already kind of, like, sets you up to lose. Because if you're comparing yourself to someone who's already found their calling and already like walking in their purpose and you try to walk in the purpose that's meant for them you're never gonna feel like it's something that's meant for you but I was talking to my friend I think it was just like yesterday and she was talking about how she constantly did try to walk in other people's like purpose and then I was like yeah me too and once we found ours it just like really like showed that just because something's for somebody else doesn't mean that something's for you too yeah, like, I've taken classes with you about your medical stuff, and you're here like, oh my gosh, like, this is so cool, like, look how cool this is, and I'm just like, this is not cool, even <laughs> a little bit, like, am I missing, and I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah, this is, like, really cool, but, like, that's not for me, but that's what calls you, and, like, that's good, but if I'm gonna pursue my life and, like, go for that, I'm not gonna be happy, and even if I get to the same end point as you, it's still not gonna be the same because... 
you're having a great time in this life that you set up for yourself, and I'm not because I'm trying to set up the life that you have. And it's just never going to be the same. Yeah. And the great thing about serving a God that's so perfect and so encompassing is the fact that when we, like, compare ourselves, He defends us, even if it's to ourselves. Like, when we point out everything we're not, God tells us and solidifies what we actually are. Yeah, and there are a couple things that I find myself always comparing. And this is, like, the main one, which is, like, beauty. So... We want to see, like, what the Bible says about that. Because God really does, like you said, like, He always defends us. So in Psalm 139.14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And here, I can just, like, imagine, like, you're, like, reassuring yourself. Like, you say it and you're like, I know that. I know that, you know? Yeah. So we are fearfully and wonderfully made like God made us he made us in his own image like if God is the standard we are in the image of the standard like that's pretty good you know so as loud as those like voices can be in your head and I am saying this to myself but as loud as those voices can get you just have to remember that the Bible is full of God's promises for you and he is telling you how wonderful you are and how beautiful you are and how much that he just like loves you yeah and it's like it's that I am statement Mm -hmm. like God uses I am statement and here David is using I am statements to kind of equal that he's fearfully and wonderfully made and then God was so good to have this in the bible where it's like no I'm talking to you personally like Mm -hmm. fearfully and wonderfully made and Ephesians 2 10 says For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Not only did God, like, handpick what we look like, what our personalities like, and everything about us, he did that in advance. Like, he had already planned out how we were supposed to be and to come out and to live life. And that just means that you weren't an accident. Like, God intentionally created you the way that you are. And us not thinking we're not pretty enough compared to other people. We're just, like, diminishing his handiwork, and that's not even fair to the creator of the world, so. You just, like, brought me back to when I was in elementary. I was in Awana, which is, like, a little Christian school thing, and they were telling us a story of this girl who every day, like, I think all her sisters had, like, blue eyes, but she had brown eyes. So every day she would pray, like, God, please give me blue eyes. Please give me blue eyes. Like, I want to have blue eyes. Like, I'm sure she, like, grew up comparing herself, like, wow, like, everybody has, like, blue eyes and, like, light hair, and I'm here with dark hair and dark eyes, and I just want to be beautiful, like, the standard that I have for beauty. And then, obviously, God didn't give her blue eyes, but... So she grew up, and she ended up becoming a missionary to this place. I don't remember what it was, but it's, like, illegal to be a Christian there or even talk about God or whatever. And the only way that she was able to stay there is because she looked like the natives from there and they all had dark hair and dark eyes so if God had given her blue eyes and the blonde hair that she wanted she would have never been able to live that calling that God had prepared for her like God had planned for her to be the one to bring the word to those people and if if God had given her what she had asked which is those light eyes she would have been captured they wouldn't have let her in there they wouldn't have let her stay there but because she was she had the dark eyes, something that she didn't want, something that she fought so hard against, she was able to 
live her calling and like be that person for those people and bring God's word to them. So obviously that's like a way extreme, but you are who you are and God made you that way. No, it's cool because like she was worried about the physical and God's here. Like I have the eternal plan out yeah. for you. Like you're going to be living out my purpose for your life, even though you're here praying for something as small as blue eyes. And also just to go deeper, sometimes we don't compare how we look, but how we feel and our like self-worth and how we're not worthy of love and community and relationships. That could be due to like a circumstance that we went through, but also maybe just our day-to-day lives. We don't feel like we belong anywhere or we fit in. And God's here assuring you that he loves you and he's like pursuing this relationship with you that in Romans 5, 8, it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And it just goes beyond a relationship. It like requires a sacrifice. Like Jesus died for us on the cross so that he could pursue this like intimate relationship with us that goes far beyond like fitting in. It becomes like a father sonship sort of thing where it's a personal like real relationship yeah and it says like while we were still sinners christ died for us so he loved us in that terrible state that we are in like it's not like we're not sinners anymore but in that terrible state of being sinners it's not like we were perfect and then he's like okay now i'll come and like show my love to you guys yeah and then in first peter 2 9 it says that we're god's special possessions So God not only died on the cross for us and wants that relationship, but he values that relationship. He he calls us special, like we're one of a kind. He wouldn't want the relationship he has with me or you with anybody else, you know? And so overall, I think that when we're comparing ourselves and not feeling worthy, we should remind ourselves that God calls us worthy to be loved and to be in community and to be in relationship with him and that we are special to him. Yeah, So with that being said, if our identity is found in Christ and we're looking to him, then that's who we should be comparing ourselves to. And so in Colossians 3, 2, it says, set your mind in the things that are above, not the things that are on earth. And this is so true because sometimes when we're comparing ourselves, it takes away from like the worship of God. Like it becomes about us. It becomes about how good we are or how good we're not and it doesn't let us focus on the things above it help it only focuses on the things on earth and we were never meant to make things about us like the whole gospel it's never about us you know and so comparison is kind of like a tactic that the enemy uses to take the attention away from Jesus and maybe force feeding us saying we're not measuring up to other people Yeah, like some of the like earthly things that we compare are like our talents or our achievements, our relationships, our looks or our life choices. But all of those like don't matter when we look at God, like when we compare ourselves to God, like that's like just like you said, like that's what we need to be focusing on. Yeah, because Jesus's whole life mission and life statement was to come to serve people. But if we're here comparing ourselves and making it about us. We're taking the focus away from from going out and making the Great Commission happen to, oh, it's all about me, me, me. And that's keeping us from doing God's will in our lives. Yeah, I've heard it said that there's no such thing as a competing lighthouse. And at first I was like, what does that even mean? So I went and looked up what a lighthouse does. And a lighthouse has two main purposes. 
It's to serve as a navigational aid and to warn boats of a dangerous area. And just like the lighthouse, we also have a purpose. And our purpose is to reach as many people for Christ as we can. So if the little lighthouse has a little light and a bigger lighthouse comes with its brighter light, the little lighthouse isn't going to say, go away, I'm, I've got this part of the ocean. No, she's going to be like, thank you for coming. Thank you for helping us because together our lights are going to shine brighter than either one of us by ourselves. And that's how we should look at the people who are serving besides us, who are kind of in this co-mission with us because us together are reaching more people than I could do by myself or that the other person could do by themselves. So in a way, we are a lighthouse for Christ. Yeah, and even if it's like you have somebody who has like a better talent than you or something, it's still better to have those two than like just one just so you don't feel bad about yourself. Right. <laughs> like we're just here for the same reason and it's just to help show God's love to people and bring them to him. Right. When the, the attention shifts from our abilities to what we're doing together for Christ, it becomes a brand new playing field. Yeah, that competition kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, so we always like to end on a practical note. So we were thinking and we decided that like the only way that we can stop comparison is to be grateful and just be content and full of gratitude of the things we do have. In James 1.17, it says, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. And that's such a good reminder because everything we have is God's. And I think once you start thinking like that, your perspective changes in that it's not like, oh, she's better than me. Like the things you have, like God gave that to you. So just use that and stop just comparing it to other people and just be thankful for what you do have. So that was the comparison one. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that you guys can really step into the week and just be grateful for what God has given you. Also, we just want to remind you guys that we are on Instagram at talktime.pod. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.